Welcome back to another episode of Girls Talk Money. This week we're diving into the topic of money and relationships and dating and how because it's just been a conversation that we have talked about so many times being here together at FinCon we gave each other the updates on our life and our relationships <laughs> and we were literally talking about this like, this is something that keeps coming up I know it's come up in a couple of your like TikTok videos recently and then obviously like I just started seeing someone too within the past couple of months it's just like a fun like money conversation obviously like whether you're dating or whether you're single like I feel like your finances kind of look a little bit different um so it's just like a fun conversation we want to have we asked a bunch of you guys on our instagram stories over the past couple of days some questions related to this topic so we're excited to kind of just dive in but um yeah like grace said we're here at fincon this week grace and i don't live in the same city so we're really excited to kind of like take the opportunity this week to like film some episodes in person chatting up all of the episode topics that we want to talk about but yeah. i know it's exciting because we like she said, we're literally never like in the same city. Like it's very few times a year. So it's nice to be physically together and to actually film an episode like live in person. Yes. <laughs> so weird. So different. But... We're literally sitting in our hotel room right now, like setting up the ring light with like, some, like the window in our hotel room, like filming some episodes in our sweatshirts. Um, yeah. So it's fun, but we're really excited to like batch film some episodes for you guys. Um, and in person is a lot more fun than filming them virtually. So we're yeah. excited. And what better than such a controversial topic? <laughs> I feel like it does get controversial and heated. I know every time I talk about it on social media, there's a lot of people who are just really divided on it. It's like some people really feel strongly and like passionately about the topic and other people could not care less, which I feel like was kind of the response I got when I asked people like what are your thoughts on the whole conversation around dating and money but I know we also kind of have some different perspectives on it um we do yeah yeah <laughs> I just commented on one of your TikTok videos the other day saying like they like you put your opinion up and like I commented my like opinion so I know we have some different opinions on this so it should be a fun episode to kind of like dive into and when we say like dating and finances we're just kind of talking like who should pay on dates, like casual dating versus like serious relationship dating, um, things like splitting 50-50, like we're, we kind of want to dive into all of that in this episode. So let's get into it. I'll ask you the first one. Um, who should pay on dates when you're casually dating? Okay, I feel like I have a bit of like a more modern quote unquote perspective on this. So I will say I've been like seeing somebody casually for the past like month or so and he paid for the first two or three dates. Um but he asked me on those dates. I wasn't the one who was planning them. And now that we have gone on those dates and we're like hanging out more often, I will plan some dates and I will pay for those. Or if we're going out for like dinner and then we go do some sort of activity, he'll pay for one and I'll pay for the other. Just because I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel, it doesn't feel right letting him pay for everything. No, it's definitely like one of those things Like you're like on one side of like, you're on one side of the other. I feel like everyone kind of has like a defining like opinion about this. I, I don't know. Okay, so I guess I define casually dating as like, either you're on a dating app or you like meet someone at a bar and they like ask you on a date that's like what I would find is casually dating so it's maybe the first like one to five dates and I'm team like I want the guy to <laughs> and I don't know I think it's because one like when I'm casually dating it's primarily like dinner dates drink dates like coffee dates like things like that where we're like physically sitting down and like someone is 
handing us a bill. And for some reason to me, like I would kind of be turned off if a guy like wanted to split the bill. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm kind of even that way. Like if I'm at dinner with my friends and there's like one bill on the table, I kind of just want to like put my card down. They can like Venmo me after we can figure it out after, but like something about like having a bill there and then like figuring out with a guy, like, should we split it or like whatever, something about that kind of turns me off. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I'm team like casual dating. It's the boy. Yeah. I feel like in the beginning stages, like the first, yeah, like one to five, I think the guy that I've been seeing our first three dates were so long. We went to like dinner and then we went and got drinks. Like we just didn't want the night to end type thing, like all three times. And I think the third date we went bowling and then to dinner and I bowling was so expensive. So it's this like really nice place. It has a bunch of, you know, like arcade games and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, he just spent like a hundred dollars on bowling and drinks. Like I will try to pay for dinner. He didn't let me. But then after that, I think it was like, okay, all three of these dates have been so long. Like literally seven or eight hour long dates that I felt like we were a lot closer at that point. Like it felt like we had been on a lot more dates than we had. So that's why I was like, okay, now on the fourth and fifth date, like I'm comfortable trading off. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like if I was asked out on a first date and then he was like, oh, so do you want to split this <laughs> up? I'd be like, mm. yes. Uh, like, I don't know. I'd like, be like, sure. Asked me here. Yeah. And then I don't know if I'd go, but like, I don't know if I'd go on another date with him after yeah. that, but I also feel like if, if there's like an expectation ahead of time, maybe, I don't know. I feel like if it is like a budget situation where it's like, okay, I can't necessarily afford a really nice date, then like, don't take me yeah. there, you know? But I also think, and I was talking with, um, the guy that I've been seeing about this exact topic, there's a lot of conversation, especially on social media of people saying, I don't do coffee dates or I don't like, I want to go to like a nice restaurant. I want to, and it's only like nice options. And I think that's where I tend to be like, mm, because I don't know. I feel like if, if, if I'm dating somebody, obviously I want them to be like stable, you know, I want mm -hmm. them to kind of have their shit together. But at the same time, if it's not in their budget to take me to like a sushi restaurant, like, let's just go get coffee. Like, I don't see an issue with that. Cause I, I get it too. I feel like, because I was, I was talking to the guy I'm seeing about this and we were like, okay, if, let's say you're going on one date a week as you're getting to know somebody. And let's say you're going to dinner and drinks every time. What if it's a hundred dollars every time? That's $400 out of their budget. That's going to something that might not even work. I'm like, yeah, first, second date, let's just keep it like casual. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about the whole coffee date? I'm totally in agreement with that. I think like if it's the expect, like, and I know that for me, it's the expectation that a guy is going to pay for the first couple of dates. Like, I don't care what they are. Like, also, if you're just getting to know someone, like maybe you met them on like a dating app or something and you have no idea like who this person is, one, I would kind of prefer like a casual, like quick little, maybe not coffee, but like drinks, like for example. Yeah. So I, I'm in a relationship, um, my boyfriend and I have been dating since June. So it's a little over four months now. Um, and our first date was just strictly drinks, like no dinner. Um, I think we each got like two drinks there. He drove. So I think we like literally each got two drinks. So we were there for a really long time. I mean, obviously we're dating, so it was a good date. Um, but we each got like two drinks. So it probably wasn't like an, that expensive of a date. 
Um, but I didn't care. I was not like, oh my gosh, you have to take me to dinner. It's like, what if we got there and it was starting to get awkward and we didn't really have anything to talk about and we committed to doing dinner and now we like have to wait for a meet. Like, I don't know, something about that kind of like weirds me out too. So I think for the first date, especially like going a little bit more like budget friendly is totally okay. And then I think like, for example, my boyfriend, we went up, um, for drinks on our first date and then our second date was like a dinner and drinks date so like a little bit more expensive like it was a nice place um he like planned the whole thing made the reservation whatever but like that was our second date so yeah. he knew that he was like trying to like court me and trying to yeah. like get it to go from the casual dating to like the relationship standpoint um so i don't know i will say like and again i'm team budget friendly first day is totally fine i will say like it depends how the guy kind of like goes about it. I remember this was like a long time ago. I think I was, I might've still been in college and this guy, I, we like met on a dating app or something and he asked me out on a date and it was going to be, it was in the middle, middle of the summer. And he asked if we could do like a picnic in like a park. There's a really cute park in Pittsburgh and it's like a super popular date spot or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like that's a cute first date. And it's like yeah. non-committal, like whatever. If it sucks after an hour, I leave. But he was like, yeah, we can, like, drink wine in the park. He was like, maybe, like, you bring a bottle and I bring a bottle. So I think that really turned me off. Like, so so you're asking me on a date and you, like, are telling me to bring my own wine. Yeah. Like, BYOB on yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. It's, like, not about the money. It's just about, yeah. like, the, like, okay, plan the date and, like, kind of take care it's of it. the effort. You can get, like, some bottom shelf wine. Yeah, but, like, it's okay. Yeah, I think that's for me, like, it comes down to... I'm way more concerned with the thought that's going into it. Like, even just, like, if you're going to take me to a coffee date, even just, like, getting flowers beforehand or something, you know what I mean? Like, something that just shows, like, oh, I'm interested and I care and I'm trying to get to know you. I also feel like it's far more about the quality of the conversation. Like, my first date that I went on with the guy I've been seeing, I mean, we're not official or anything at this point, but it was, we went to dinner and then the restaurant was closing because we were talking so much. We decided to go to a bar. Then that bar was, it was so loud in yeah. there. We were literally screaming, trying to hear each other. And it was, of course, fun. Like, it worked out. We're still, like, seeing each other. But if we went to a nice, cute, more quiet coffee shop and still had that good conversation because we could actually hear each other, great. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, it really wasn't about the money or the drinks or anything. And even that time, too. So, obviously, you know, but listeners don't know. I have like food allergies, like I'm allergic to gluten and dairy. So I'll have, I'll tell people like, they'll be like, oh, can we do an Italian restaurant? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm allergic to gluten and dairy. So like, that's going to be a little hard. And there will literally be people, and this happened to me before, where they were like, oh, what about ice cream instead? And I'm like, okay, like put your listening ears on. You know what I mean? Like it drives me nuts. But like this state, for example, that's just like, it was a pretty normal restaurant. It wasn't anything super fancy. But he literally looked to make sure that they had gluten-free yeah. options. And then he got there a few minutes before I did, got our table, and specifically asked them for the separate gluten-free menu. So it was already at my seat. I didn't have to, like, ask. Oh, that's so right? sweet. I thought it was so sweet. And even with, like, dates we've gone on after that, he'll be like, I looked and made sure they had options for you. I love that. Which, like, so that's the thing. Like, we went apple picking. He was so funny. Well, we tried to go apple picking, and then we got all the way there. And then they were like we're out of apples like our trees are just bare <laughs> so we're like okay and he was like I knew it was something that you would enjoy and that you could do because you can actually eat the stuff like versus like yeah you know going like to an ice cream yeah like going to get ice cream yeah. that was yeah no, I, I totally agree about the whole like it doesn't matter about the like the money that you're spending even and I know one of our questions on here is like what happens when you transition into being like in an actual relationship um like officially dating I guess 
you could call it. Um, <laughs> it totally does not matter. Like we, I was talking to my boyfriend about this the other, I think this was last week, actually. Um, he is the best at planning dates. Literally, I think since we started dating, like almost every single week we go on a date and I think we like literally live in the exact same building. That's how we met. We're kind of neighbors. Um, so we see each other all the time, but I still love that we go on dates because it, it is about like the, okay, we're sitting down intentionally, like having conversation yeah. and like having deeper conversations than we just have like every single day. Um, and last Friday, he wanted to take me out on a date and he was like, well, I was going to take you to, it's called Eddie V's. It's like a nice, like, it's a really nice restaurant in Pittsburgh um, and a very expensive restaurant. He's like, I just feel like we haven't been on like a super nice date in a while. And I literally said to him, I was like, we don't have to do that. It was a super <laughs> nice day in Pittsburgh. Like there's a restaurant that it just has like cute drinks and like an outdoor patio. And I was like, why don't we just go do that? I think we each got like two drinks and split appetizers because yeah. we weren't really that hungry. So it was like way more affordable but we still had the best time and like we were sitting outside it was a nice night I was like George we don't have to like yeah. go to I know you want to take me on a nice day but all of our dates are nice to me because yeah. we just have a really good time together so it's definitely not about the money even when you're like actually dating even for like holidays and stuff I feel like I would never be like you have to take me to the most expensive restaurant in Pittsburgh like I don't really care I yeah. just want to like be with you yeah that's like one thing that like I've talked about with the guy I'm seeing where we both are so just like giddy and excited about each other that we just want to like do a bunch of different things and so like we we loved bowling and we're both really competitive um so we like we had a blast with bowling we went like mini golfing the other week and it was really fun but we also were like we need to like cool it because we go on like two or three dates a week yeah. and it's like it does add up so fast so I like said to him, I was like, maybe we should do like a no spend November and we should like yeah. try to just like have budget friendly dates. So I bought like, um, that game called like, we're not really strangers. And cause we thought it'd be fun to like answer those types of questions. We both like love stuff like that. And then we're just going to like grab wine or whatever and just hang out. We've done yeah. it before. We just, we just drink wine and watch movies and like, or just take his dog for a walk mm -hmm. or like go on a hike. Like those types of things are fun too and it's just I don't know striking that balance of like you don't want to fall into that trap where you're just staying at home all the time watching movies hanging out in somebody's room like you know you want to actually go out on dates even when you're in a relationship but at the same time you can get stuck in that trap too where you're constantly feeling like you have to be doing something and then you're spending a hundred dollars every single date and you're going out two or three times a week and yeah. it's just it adds up so fast. 100%. Like the budget friendly dating thing, I think is very underlooked. And I talk to my boyfriend about this all the time. I'm like, again, I don't care about the money that we're spending. I don't care what we're doing. It's just that we're like intentionally making plans and follow following through with them that it's like just you and I. Some of like the things that we like to do, we both play basketball. So sometimes we'll go to the gym and literally like play like one-on-one -on -one basketball. Oh, and that. like, that's kind of like a date. Like we have a lot of fun. We walk there together. We like play basketball and then walk back. Um, another thing, I am like a big cook. Like I really like to cook and like bake and stuff. So we'll like make our own pizzas. Like I, when I say we, me, but we'll like get wine and like make pizzas and sit there and like watch a movie and stuff. And even that, like, even though we're still like inside, it's like, it still feels like a date because you like planned an activity. So there are literally so many things or like um, another one. And I know it's getting to be winter, but if you live in kind of like a warmer state another one is like grabbing coffee and like going on a long walk like we'll go to like a cute area in pittsburgh and like grab coffee and go on like a super long walk i like to do this with like even my friends and stuff too and it feels like you're on a date and you're literally doing a free yeah. activity by walking yeah it's a lot more about just like the time for mm -hmm. me and like the 
I don't know, like, are you paying attention? Are we having quality conversation? Are we like actively listening to what each other is saying? You know, I also feel like too, in this whole like topic of conversation, I know a lot of people, at least it used to be like a classic date to do like dinner and a movie. That's like my worst nightmare because I'm like, okay, we're going to go to a movie and sit in silence for two hours. And then we're going to go to dinner and talk and try to like cram all the conversation in. Like I would much rather do something like that. Like let's grab coffee and go for a walk in a public space. If it's a first date, I am not walking. I'm not doing a hike on a first date. Like I'm I'm setting myself up to get abducted. Um, but like, actually, I don't know, just doing something like that, I feel like would be better because you just can't really talk if you're, you know, I don't know. Yes. Um, okay. So the next question here that I think is a fun one And this is not about casually dating. I think this is like when you're getting into actually like being exclusive with someone like boyfriend, girlfriend type thing. But does income play a role into who pays for dates? I feel like, I feel like it does for me. I think one thing that I recognize is like I'm 24 and I know that I make more than some of the people I've dated. And it's not like an issue for me. I'm not, I don't feel some type of way about it, but I try to be conscious. Also just being like a financially conscious person. I know how important my saving goals are, my investing goals, like just reaching those. And I know that I have more to work with when it comes to reaching those goals than some of the other people I've dated before. And it's not like a shot at them. It's just like, if they make half of what I make, they just have, you know, they have less at the end of the day to try to reach their goals. So I feel like I try to be conscious of that. And if there is something that is more expensive, like I had talked about potentially booking a hotel so that me and this guy I'm seeing could go to the city and just like go out and like bar hop or whatever, and then not have to worry about driving an hour home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, don't worry. Like, I'll just book it. And he was like, oh, well, we can split it. And I was like, no, don't worry about it. Like, I can just yeah. take care of it. Um, because I think, and not that he's like broke, like he's, he's fine. He's financially yeah. stable. He can afford to split it. But I think it's more so like, I don't know, also goes, comes into like, we go back and forth too. So like, I know yes. he would grab the drinks that night and then I would grab the hotel, mm-hmm. but I think I just try to be aware of it. Um, cause I don't know. I, I don't think the whole, if you're, if you're in a relationship, I just feel like it's more equitable to try to split it based on your income rather than yeah if there's a big difference if like someone makes like 70 and someone makes 75 I'm like whatever mm-hmm. but when somebody makes like 40 and another person's making like 100k there is a, a big difference I feel like 100% I agree with that I think it does play a role when you're seriously dating and I think like this is kind of the first relationship that I am seeing like how it works when you're sort of on a even playing field um a couple of my like long-term relationships in the past it's been like they're a little bit older and like I was still in high school and the guy was out of high school so he like was working I think he had like a full-time job already um so he was obviously making a ton of money and I was in high school so obviously he would like pay for every single day and like yeah. pretty much everything um and then the next one like I was in college and he was out of college and he had a really good full-time job um so it's kind of same thing like I would pay for things here and there but just like little things and he would kind of pay for like most stuff but now we're sort of at the point where I think like I mean my boyfriend and I don't really talk about like how much each of us make but I kind of feel like we're on like an even playing field there so even though like if we go to dinner or if we go get drinks he pays he would he's like very traditional in the sense where I don't think he would ever let me pick up the tag it was his birthday and I was like let me pay for dinner and he would not let me um but I try to do other things to make up for that 
like if we go to any type of event i'll always like go and book the ticket really quick before he can like do it so that he, i like book the tickets or um same thing with hotels we went to cleveland for a night for the browns game i booked the hotel like i try to do other things to kind of comp or um i'll buy groceries and make him dinner a lot yeah. so like those types of things oh if we get takeout that's the other one like i'll like hurry up and, like, yeah <laughs> so i try to like compensate um because i know that we're like on an even playing field and there's no reason why he should be like fronting everything yeah i will say the guy that i've been seeing is more traditional in that way too where he does like paying for things mm -hmm. and taking care of it but i did ask him i was like you know i don't want it to feel like i just think you're like my sugar <laughs> you're i'm trying to get to know you i want to be like in a relationship with you like yeah. i don't want this to feel like were the one who's taking care of me 100% of the time like I want him to feel like he's being taken care of too and I think he deserves that and so I asked him like does it make you uncomfortable that I want to pay and he was like not at all he was like it's definitely something I'm not used to because yeah. in his past relationships the people that he's dated they really liked that and they wanted him to pay for everything mm -hmm. but he said it makes me feel like we're in this together and it's more of a partnership and I thought that was so yeah. like heartwarming like I was like oh I didn't really think of it from his perspective, I guess, before. Um, and I will say in previous relationships, I think I paid for more than they did, um, which is interesting. But I don't know. I think it's one of those things, too, because I know there's this whole conversation of like, well, like guys are supposed to lead. And this is obviously in straight relationships. I don't know what it looks like in yeah. same sex relationships or for partners. Maybe they're both non-binary. Like I because I'm not I don't identify that way. So I don't quite know what it looks like. But yeah at least for straight relationships, I know that sometimes men can feel uncomfortable when a woman wants to pay. Mm -hmm. But I think if that threatens your sense of manhood and your masculinity, you're fragile. You, know, you need to work on that a little bit because I don't know, it should, it really shouldn't. And I think like hearing from him that it makes it feel more like a partnership and like we're in it together. I would still say he pays probably for a little bit more than I do, but I will like we'll go get coffee and I'll be like, use yes, my car, you know, like that type of thing. Yes, like as long as we're not sitting down at a table, like I'm always offering, like I always want to be yeah. the one paying, um, and I try to do it. Like, like for example, we um, again we live in the same complex, so we like walk to the gym, and sometimes we'll go on the weekends, and then if it's a weekend there's like a breakfast spot on the way back. So sometimes we'll like order it ahead and then pick it up on our way yeah. and then go like eat breakfast together. Um, and if we order it at the gym, I always like do it really quick on my phone. I know his yeah. order. I like do it really quick on my phone and pay for it because I know that like he would try to yeah. not let me. Yeah. Um, so just like try. And also I think that goes back to like, if you know that your partner is going to offer or not let you pay um, when you go to traditional dates just like suggesting more budget-friendly ones yeah that's like like again i my boyfriend wanted to take me to a really nice like steakhouse or whatever and i was like no we can just go grab drinks outside like yeah um just suggesting more budget-friendly things to be again like you said like just financially conscious about it yeah i i don't know i think it's i really like trading off like i like splitting it i feel like i don't know i just i don't i especially if i'm planning a date which this is something that's weird too because 
So I planned a date for the guy that I'm seeing and we went to a Japanese restaurant he's wanted to try. And then we did ax throwing because we had like, I had mentioned him and I've done it before and he had never done it. And I posted about it online when I was just doing my weekly recap of what I spent. I mentioned that I paid for a date and somebody commented and they were like, why are you always paying for some random guy? It should be the other way around. I was like, okay, back it up. <laughs> First of all, it's not a random guy. It's somebody that I've been dating for a month now like we've been seeing each other again we're not official but like we've been yeah. going on consistent dates every single week multiple times a week for a month now and also like i planned the date why would i why would it be like so this is what i planned and you're gonna take yeah. the bill thank you you're gonna like, for it yeah. even he was we met at his place and then he drove us to the date and i said to him i'm like this is your gas money driving where i planned like are you sure like you don't want me to drive. And he always is like, no, he's like, you yes. should be a passenger princess. Like that's what he says every time. He's like, like yeah, he's like, you like, no, you shouldn't have to drive, which I love. I, I really like that. But I'm just like, yeah, why would I, why would I plan a date and then be like, yeah, you're going to get the bill. That's like wrong to me. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. That goes back to like, if I plan something, it will be something that I can like purchase beforehand because I yeah. know that like, if we are like sitting down at a table, he will like grab the bill 100%. Yeah. So maybe like, for example, we wanted to go on a double date one time over the summer. Um, my friend and like the guy that she was seeing and then George and I, and we like planned to go to a pirates game. So I like ordered the tickets yeah. before. And then like, when we were there, he like got the drinks because like, yeah, you're just like trading off. Yes. yes. Just being mindful about it. Um, this next question I really like. Um, do you think it's more expensive to be single or in a relationship? Well, I was doing some research for this episode <laughs> and looking at like the stats. And it's interesting because when you're single, you're obviously not splitting everything with somebody like you're paying rent for yourself. You're paying for your groceries yourself, your utilities, even just down to subscriptions versus if you're in a relationship, you might be splitting rent, groceries, utilities, and you know, maybe you have a Netflix subscription that you split the two of you or something like that. But I will say I've never thought about it because then this whole conversation came up when I was like researching of when you're thinking, there was like a survey that was done and they asked people when you're debating whether or not you want to be in a relationship is one of the reasons you use to, yes, I want to be in a relationship is one of those reasons that it's cheaper and that you can split things. And there was like a decent bit of people that said, yes, 31% said the opportunity to share expenses was a reason that they want to be in a relationship. Really? Yeah. And I was shocked because I've never, I've never thought about it. I've never considered like, oh, like, I want to be in a relationship to split bills. I mean, granted, I live at home with my parents still, so it's not like I'm going to split rent right yeah. this minute with somebody. But, like, what? I, I don't know. I was just get roommates. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of interesting to me that people uh -huh. consider that. But, I mean, I guess it is sort of more expensive. Oh, my gosh, I have so much to say on this. Because I, if you, like, follow me on social media, maybe you know, like, I used to live with my ex-boyfriend. So I feel like I have a lot of, like, different perspectives on this. Um, whether it's more expensive to be single or in a relationship, I think definitely depends on whether we're talking about a relationship where you don't live with someone or where you do live someone. Yeah. So you were just talking about the case where you like live with someone, but for me, so in my current relationship, we do not live together. Um, we don't have plans to live together. I think it would be a very long time before I would like choose to move back in with a boy after living with my ex for a year and a half. Um, so I think like if you are in a relationship, but you're 
not living together, I think like that makes for a more interesting like comparison because so for the last like four months I was in a relationship, but then for six months before that I was single. And I don't know, I kind of think it's more expensive to be single because I would like go out and do more on my own and like spend a lot more money doing that. Like when I was single, I would go to the bars on the weekend and end up spending like so much money on drinks. And then I would have to Uber by myself a lot of the times because I don't live like right in the city. Like I don't live in the same area of the city as my friends. So I would either have to like drive and then like Uber home because I couldn't drive home and then like go get my car. Like just like a lot of things. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's a little bit more expensive to be single. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those, like, tricky things, because I will say, I definitely spend more money now since I'm going on dates, Okay. and since we do kind of, like, trade off, and he'll pay for the activity, I'll pay for the dinner, I mean, again, sometimes he'll just plan the whole thing and pay for the whole thing, but most of the time we're trading off, so I feel like I definitely spend more, because I wasn't paying for dates, obviously, when I wasn't yeah. going on dates, but I don't know, I, I don't, I, there's not that many things that I think I was already paying for that I now mm-hmm. split. But I do think like if I was going to move into an apartment, especially because I live in Massachusetts and if I want to move to Boston, some of the one bedrooms are like $2,600. Obviously, that's much easier to split with somebody than to try to pay $2,600 myself. So I feel like the like aspect of when you're living with somebody, it comes into play. But I haven't noticed. Like, I feel like I I spend more money now. Yeah. Back to the stat that you said, like 31 or whatever percent of people want to get into a relationship to split the expenses. I was just saying this to you the other day. We were having this conversation. Like, I wholeheartedly believe, after living with an ex-boyfriend, I wholeheartedly believe that you, if you are going to make the choice to live with a partner, it should be completely removed from the financial aspect of it. And I totally get that some people are in, like, the financial position that they, like, need to move in together to, like, physically they can't afford to live on their own and maybe they like can't find roommates and like their partner is the only person that they can live with but like if you are in a relationship I think that your choice to live with someone should be for every reason other than your finances because I think people kind of like use that as an excuse to move in together and then they do move in together and then they might realize that that probably wasn't the best choice for their relationship. Um, Like that was definitely the case. Like in my previous relationship, we kind of moved in together because we thought it made the most sense financially, which it definitely did. It does lower your expenses. But like in my current relationship, like I think that we're both at the point in our careers and like financially stable enough that if we did decide to move in together at some point in the future, it would 100% be because we genuinely want to live together and want to take that next step in our relationship, not, well, we're going to save some money if we move in together. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's hard too, because if you sign a lease, you're in that lease. Yeah. So if you decide, like, if you're like, oh, well, I'll save money, but then you move in together and shit hits the fan because your relationship wasn't actually ready for that step. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Now, now you're in there like swimwear. You are on that lease. Yeah, you're not know? saving any yeah. money. You're saving a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> now you're paying to break your lease or you're trying yeah. to like find another apartment midway through, find someone to take your spot. Like it just creates a lot more chaos if it doesn't go right. And obviously you're not moving in with somebody with the idea of like, oh, I'm going to move with them and we're probably going to break up. Like you're obviously thinking it's going to work the entire time you're on that lease. But I don't know. It is, it's risky. I, I feel like I would have to be 1000% confident in where the relationship is at, not just like 
do I want to save money? Yes. Yeah, totally agree. I will be thinking through that decision much more thoroughly in the future, and it probably will be a very long time before. Okay, so we asked you guys some questions on our Instagram stories about these topics and I was just going back through like my archives to find the answers and I'm actually really surprised because I asked you guys is the ability to split bills something you consider when you're thinking about whether or not you want to be in a relationship and 60% said yes and 40% said no that's so interesting okay wait the ability to split bills like what do you mean by that like is is the potential and the idea of like yes i'll I'll be able to split bills is that a factor when you're thinking about like like when you're considering do i want to be in a relationship the pros and cons of being in a relationship versus not 60 percent said like they do consider (laughs) that that is never something that i've thought of like going on a first date with a guy like i make it to split bills with someone that's so interesting yeah i like want to know more i'm probably going to ask people more information on my story because yeah. yeah, I've never, I mean, I guess, again, I do live at my parents' house and I don't pay rent. So mm-hmm. I'm not like in the mindset of, gosh, my rent is so expensive. I need somebody to split it with. But if I was, I would just get a roommate. Right. <laughs> yeah, you would like literally just get a roommate. Yeah. One thing that I thought was really interesting was I asked a question that was like, who should pay for dates when you're casually dating? And the amount of men that responded saying that like the woman should be like willing to split like I and I think that that verbiage is a little strange to me like if you just say like oh I think it should be split like okay whatever but like the I don't know something about the fact like women should be willing to split on the first date it's like if you're asking a girl on a date like what yeah I will say I have asked some of like my guy friends this question before and they've said it's always appreciated when a girl like reaches for Offers. her wallet and is like, do you want to split or, do you, or something like that? But they're like, I'm just immediately going to be like, no, okay. but they do think it's nice when someone offers rather than it just being like, like I've had people some of my guy friends tell me that they'll pay for a whole date and the girl wouldn't even say like, thank you or anything. Oh. And I feel like, I mean, even just that's strange. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I feel like that's weird. Yeah. And it just, it almost comes off as being entitled. Like 100%. you owe me this date. Like you owe me like, I don't. And that's, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's interesting. That is very interesting. That reminds me something that I hear so frequently. And again, this is coming from someone that thinks that like, like I want the guy to pay for, and I made a video about this one time too, saying like, it's just my preference and just like anything else in dating. Like if that's not your preference, then maybe we're not compatible and we shouldn't go on more dates. Like that's fine. Like you can have preferences when you're dating. That's okay. But the amount of women that I hear say that they think that guys should pay for dates because of how much money we have to spend on beauty and appearance. And I think that's kind of stupid. (laughs) Okay. I have seen so many videos like this. I saw a video the other day where somebody was breaking down. Like, she was like, oh, I don't go on coffee dates. I only go on expensive dates. And she said, this is why. And she's like, my NARS foundation, $34. My concealer. And I was like, (laughs) nobody forced you to pay that money to buy that makeup. And also, I mean, you're not using an entire bottle of foundation on your face for one date. So, like, it's probably like 10 cents worth of foundation that you're applying, I would hope. But I'm like... I don't, I don't understand the correlation I don't between either. the two. And they're I like, oh, it. I have to get my nails done. And I have to, the amount of times that my boyfriend has said to me that he loves that I'm a low maintenance girl. Like he loves that. I like, I mean, and I, don't get me wrong. Like I have my nails done right now. Like I get highlights, whatever. But like when girls are saying, oh, well I have to get like, 
Botox and filler and like all like they start listing off all of this beauty stuff because like using dating as an excuse and like that's why guys should pay. I'm like a lot of guys don't even notice that stuff. But I'm also like the fact that you paid for Botox. What the hell does that have to do with a man paying for a nice dinner date? Like I'm that I get confused. They guys will only want to go on a date with you if your appearance is a certain way and like so they have to spend all this money like investing in their appearance so so that like guys will want to take you out on a date like even clothes they say that and I'm like, yeah guys have to wear clothes too i know i don't i, I just i don't understand the correlation like like what if, oh because you like pay for a gym membership like they have to pay for a you know what i mean because yeah. like i i just i don't understand the correlation like that's what you choose to invest in yourself yes that's great you know what i mean but i don't know and, and i think what the conversation gets weird to me because i'm like everyone deserves to be taken on a nice date like everyone like yeah you deserve to be treated to nice yeah. things whatever but that doesn't mean you were entitled mm-hmm. to, to that experience. And like, if that is your dating preference, fine. Find a rich daddy. That's okay. Yeah. But like the entitlement. And then also I've, I've seen people are like, oh, so this guy reached out to me. He asked me at a coffee date. Here's how I told him off. And they'll be like, oh, like, I don't do that. Like I, you know, yes. I'm worthy of more than that. I'm like, he's not saying that you're like a sewer rat. He's literally just like, and he's oh, a literal stranger. Yeah. Like, he is a stranger. He does not like, know this you. guy is probably, like, if we go in this coffee date and 30 minutes in, we aren't compatible, like, then I have an out. Like, that's going back to the, yeah. I don't want to go on a dinner date with someone that I literally don't know and have to give up two hours of my time for someone that I literally don't know. This happened to my college roommate. I felt so bad. We <laughs> she went on a date with a guy from, like, a dating app, and it was a dinner date. <laughs> get to the restaurant and it was a 45 minute wait for the table he like didn't make a reservation or something so they sat there for 45 minutes and she like called she <laughs> went to the bathroom and called me she was like Aaron, i don't know what to do um we've been sitting here for 30 minutes and we've already exhausted like everything we could potentially say to each other and she's like i still have to like go to the table and like eat a whole meal with this mm-hmm. guy so it's like coffee dates could be good it can give you out yeah time is precious the same thing kind of happened to me where i went on a date we went to dinner and then it was like a sushi sushi restaurant and then we went we were supposed to go mini golfing afterwards and within like five minutes of sitting down at the sushi restaurant i was like yeah there's not gonna be a second date like he just he literally said like so many alarming things at an alarming pace like i was like wow i didn't know you could have so many red flags so fast and then when that ended he was like oh you're ready to go to mini golf and I mean, I'm like five foot three. He was like six five. So he's like towering over me. He's like this big guy. And I was like terrified. I was just like, oh my God. Like I was so scared. So I went mini golfing and the weirdness just continued. The red flags continue to show. But I'm like, that's like four hours of my life that I will never go back. And right. I mean, dating's an investment. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're not, you're not yeah. always going to like get a return every time you go on a date. Some, some are going to flop, but I was like physically uncomfortable in that date. Like I literally was like sharing my location with my friends. I was just like, this man is creeping me out so much, but it's like, yeah, I just feel like yeah. having those like non-committal kind of dates are nice. And then once you know, there's a vibe in the first date, then go on a second one. But yeah. I don't know, I don't think you're entitled to any sort of dating experience. And if you really want that date, if you want an expensive date so bad, pay for it. Yeah. Like you pay for it. Like to, to suggest like, Oh, you have to take me to this nice Italian restaurant where the bill is going to be $150. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like those are the same type of people that will go on these dates or the friggin' filet mignon, yeah. five glasses of wine. And just like, right. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It just gives me so much sense of like entitlement and it 
uh, I don't know. It gives me, no. Yeah, I agree. I've even seen videos of girls being like, I have an income limit for like who I'll date as in like, they need to make like X amount of money. And I'm like, one, you don't know. Like, obviously, like if you know what the person does, you can like kind of guess yeah. like to some extent how much they make, but to literally speak those words into existence, being like, I would not date someone unless they make X amount of money. It's like, that's not the point. I think you're missing the point here. I know. I think it always makes me feel weird because I'm definitely a girl's girl, right? Like I, I've got, I've got your back type situation, <laughs> but I also do feel like if you want an equal partnership or you want it to feel like it's 50, 50 or, or as close to it, right? Like it's obviously never going to be like completely 50, 50, but for me in dating, I'm like, I want a partner, yeah. not like somebody that I have to drag around and I don't want somebody who feels like they have to drag me around. So because of that, I'm not thinking about, yeah, like how much do they make? Are they bringing the same amount to the table that I am? Yeah. Because also they're not entitled to all my money. So it doesn't matter anyways. They're not entitled to any of my money mm -hmm. and I'm not entitled to any of theirs. So it doesn't matter if we don't make the same or if they make a lot less than me, as long as they're like trying to like Yes. grow and they have their shit together and they're trying to find financial stability. That's fine. But I just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just this weird, like, I don't know if you're so focused on the money aspect of dating, like, why are you dating? Yeah. And I, I think there's a difference between being like, I will only date someone if they make X amount of money and being attracted to like ambition and intelligence. I think those are two different things because we, you and I were talking about this last night, like in a partner, um, I am like very, very attracted to ambition because we're very ambitious people. We have like a lot going on. So I think it's very attractive when my partner also has a lot going on, even if that's like a hobby outside of work that they spend a lot of time on or like a business that they like want to get into. And it, it doesn't mean that they need to like be super successful in that, or it doesn't mean that that thing needs to generate them a lot of money. It just is very attractive when someone has goals, has ambitions and is like going after them. Because I also think like, it's really when you're kind of like in an adult relationship and you each have your own thing going on. I honestly think that that can like make you stronger as a couple because you're not like your whole life isn't consumed with that relationship. Um, like my boyfriend and I are kind of in that situation where like I obviously have a lot going on with like my business, my thing. And he um, has a really good full time job and also like does a lot outside of work as well to where he has his own thing like going on, too. And yeah. like. I'm not sitting here in the back of my mind being like, well, how much money does that make? Like, I don't care about that. It's just the fact that he is ambitious and like has his own thing going for him is like very attractive to, yeah. attractive to me. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's, again, it goes back to like, it's way more about the person mm -hmm. who they are rather than the financial side. Yeah. Oh, and obviously I'm like, I do want them to be financially stable. I want them to at least have some sort of like financial goals to like, you know, at least be trying to get their shit together in that department. But you know, I don't want to date somebody who just like is blowing all the money that they make. Like I want some yes smart and, you know, kind of on the same page in terms of like how they value money and what, it, what they want to do with it. But it, I really, it's really none of my business, frankly. Yeah. I think it's good to have those conversations about like, Oh, how much do you make? And just like being mm -hmm. comfortable with that. But if that's something where you're like, that's a deal breaker, I don't know. I mean, I would be interested though, if, if it is a deal breaker for anybody, I would be interested to hear like why. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's something from a past relationship where 
it was a tough situation, but I'm also like, I've always said this, I want like a happy partner. So like if you are working, for example, if you work as a teacher and you make $35,000, $40,000 a year, but you love what you do and you're coming home happy mm-hmm. and you're not burned out at the end of the day, like that's more important to me than if you're working a six-figure job that you hate and you're coming home miserable all the time because I don't know, it's just, it's not worth the misery. Yeah. Like, I don't care about your paycheck more than your happiness, you know? Yes, I totally agree with that. I feel like those are all of the listener questions and responses that we wanted to talk through. Is there anything else, like, closing remarks we have on this topic? We covered a lot. Yeah, I feel like we did. We covered a lot. And I I think we're both always interested to hear other perspectives, too. So, I mean, if you're listening to this, go ahead to our Instagram, Girls Talk Money Pod, and comment and let us know your thoughts. Um, I think it's just interesting to hear different people's stories all the time. Yeah. I love this topic because again, it is very polarizing. People have very strong opinions on it. So I'm happy we were able to talk through it. This was a fun episode. It was. So I guess we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. See you next week.